This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hi, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person which contains 401 ways to make a difference in yourself and the world. This week on the podcast, I'm taking a deep dive into health, because health is a huge piece of being a person. And since we're interested in being better people, well, better health helps us do that. And health is something we tend to take for granted until it's impaired in some way. So this week, I'm advocating taking a look at what your current state of health is trying to tell you and give your body some love in the form of what it needs to be its healthiest. Today's big idea is that we are headed into winter. And this isn't just any old winter, but it's winter during a pandemic, in an election year. It's probably going to be pretty stressful, let's be honest. And it is just so very easy to let your health slide during the winter, to skip exercise, to scoop yourself another bowl of pasta and hide out on the couch with the remote. Now, there's a time and a place for everything, but winter is a long time. Four months of not taking care of yourself is going to take a toll. Also, there's a very good reason why it might feel so hard to give a darn about your health in winter, and also why your mood might turn dark. And that is the lack of light. And this can be remedied. What so many of us chalk up to just hating winter is actually a physiological response to a reduced amount of sunlight. Whether it's full-blown seasonal affective disorder or a dip in mood and motivation, it's a real phenomenon and a lot of people don't consider that this is what's happening. It's so easy to think that life sucks, but maybe it's just that the light sucks right now. I can certainly attest. There was one winter in my 20s when I lived in San Francisco. There was enough rain that winter to get us out of a six-year drought, and I spent the majority of the time I wasn't at work lying on the floor in a sleeping bag, watching VHS movies that I rented at the video store where I had a crush on the guy who worked there, and, by the way, who I never talked to because it would have been too much effort. It wasn't just that winter. For years, I thought I hated Christmas. And by the time March rolled around, when it's typically still chilly and cloudy here in the Northeast where I've lived for the past almost 20 years, I was always very one sullen Suzanne. It took me years to figure out that I was affected by the lack of light. I don't want it to take years for you. So ask yourself, is spring your favorite season? Do you hate winter? Do you try to deal with winter by staying inside as much as possible? Do you typically gain weight in winter? Do you feel like you're running on fumes in February? These are all clues that you may have some version of what's known as seasonal affective disorder, conveniently abbreviated as SAD. 
two little-known facts about SAD is that it is more likely to affect women, and it can also affect children, even though it's not typically diagnosed in them officially. Here are a few easy strategies you can use to keep the winter blues at bay. Try eating your sunshine. Pastured eggs, wild-caught salmon, canned tuna, and wild mushrooms all provide vitamin D, which is the vitamin your skin manufactures when it's exposed to sunlight. The vast majority of Americans should also be taking at least 2,000 IUs of a vitamin D3 supplement every day during the winter, but you probably already knew that, right? Maybe you didn't realize that you can eat your vitamin D, too. Also, throw up your window shades in the morning and get outside as early in the day as you can muster, when the sun is shining. That early morning light is great for keeping your pineal gland stimulated and happy, and it's responsible for the balance of mood hormones like melatonin and serotonin. Even better, make a date with a friend to go on a morning walk a couple of times a week. That friend time, movement, and sun and fresh air exposure, I promise, will make a difference. You can also try a light box, which bathes you in some, the same kind of blue light that's contained in sunshine and can help make up for the lack of natural light outside. Generally, between 20 and 90 minutes a day is all it takes. Most of them come with a timer. I used to set mine for 20 minutes, and that was my morning check social media and watch random videos time. So it got me some blue light, and it also contained my predilection to waste time in the morning. A friend of mine sets her light box up on a table where she keeps a jigsaw puzzle going throughout the winter. She gets her blue light and does something cozy and wintry that she would never do in the warmer months when the outside beckons. In the end, I find it's never just one thing that moves the needle on your health. It's the cumulative effects of a couple of different things. Your tiny assignment is to first be honest with yourself about your energy levels and mood in the winter. And if you suspect that the shorter days and longer nights might be pulling you down, think of a couple of things you'll do to bring more light into your life. After all, winter is one quarter of your life. It's too much time to just grit your teeth and soldier through. Something else that's helped me keep my mood up and my stress down lately is using the premium organic CBD products from Therapist Preferred. And in honor of the 300th episode of this show, which was yesterday, and in recognition of the fact that this is election season in the midst of a pandemic and it is a super spreader event for stress, Therapist Preferred is giving away an election survival kit with three of their CBD products of your choosing. They're also giving away three second prizes, either CBD gummies, tincture, or sports cream. And I'm giving away a signed copy of my book, How to Be a Better Person. To enter to win one of these great prizes, visit therapistpreferred.com election. That's therapistpreferred.com election. Good luck. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han, 
K-A-T-E-H-A-N, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 